Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. Welcome in, everybody, on this, uh, we can call it a special edition, uh, Saturday of the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you are with me. And yeah, Ole Miss got a big commitment. And not just, like, you know, I don't talk recruiting much on here. You guys know my feelings about recruiting and what not? However, when it's a recruiting win like this one, you've got to talk about it because the context of it is far more than, oh, got a nice player. It's uh, much bigger than that when it's somebody of this caliber, a five-star defensive lineman, number one player in the state, top 10 player in the country, depending on the service you look at. We got to talk about it. So I fired up the microphone. I've got laundry and stuff going. I'm doing housework, whatever. It doesn't matter. You don't care about that. You care about the recruitment, the commitment of Cam Franklin, Lake Cormorant High School, Lake Cormorant, Mississippi. Again, a five-star. And uh, I've got the on three profile up. I've got actually all the services profile uh, pulled up. But um, the RPM recruiting prediction machine has him a 54.5% chance of going to Auburn. And he committed to (laughs) Ole Miss today. Not exactly uh, an exact science. That was a weird sentence. Not exactly an exact science is recruiting predictions, but Ole Miss uh, had some serious momentum, apparently, according to the recruiting people this week, and they, I want to say, closed the deal. They didn't close the deal today because nothing was signed today, but securing his commitment today is a big deal. So let's start there, just what this means on the surface, and then we'll talk about the other stuff uh, as well. A five-star defensive lineman is one of, if not the most coveted players in recruiting. They are, they're rare. All five stars are are rare. There's only about 30 of them, uh, give or take, in in a year. Sometimes there's fewer, sometimes there's more. It just depends. But uh, they obviously do not grow on trees. And uh, as we're learning right now, uh, with this Ole Miss team and the importance of defensive line depth and, and why they had to portal so heavy there is, you win games up front. Look at what Georgia did last year, what what Alabama's done over the years. Championship teams have elite-level defensive linemen. It's just kind of a baseline requirement to win in football. Breaking news, more to 11. That's why I get paid the big bucks. you got to be good up front to win football games. But seriously, that 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 is so vital. And when not only you can sign... Three of the top four players in the state of Mississippi, knock on wood if they sign, whatever. We'll get to that in a second, too. But but getting the commitment of three of the top four players in the state of Mississippi is very important. It's a talent-producing state. Schools all around the region want to come to Mississippi and take Mississippi players, and they've done it in the past. But all three of those guys are defensive linemen. Cam Beavers, Jeffrey Rush, and now the five-star, and Cam Franklin, building a defensive line with that high-end talent, all from the state of Mississippi as well, is so significant. It says so much about Pete Golding. 
And I talk about him a lot, honestly, because I'm I'm very impressed with the job that he's done so far in him personally and in the way the players talk about him and the way the, the, the beat writers and the people that cover the team in that way talk about him and people around the team talk about him. I actually know somebody who, who kind of knows them well, and he's, he's obviously a very impressive football coach. So I'd, I bring it up a lot because I think that success is coming for Ole Miss defensively because of the existence of Pete Golding. But but this takes it to another level. The ability to come in, and, and in a short time, although he has recruited Mississippi in the past, it, it is different. You know, I make fun of the people that say he only could recruit with an Alabama A on his chest, and here he is getting a five-star commitment with Ole Miss on his chest, and I make fun of those people. But it is different recruiting to Alabama than it is Ole Miss. I think you guys would all agree there. But to, to come in in such a short time, and establish relationships across across the state of Mississippi and be successful in the portal. And the defensive players, when they committed to Ole Miss out of the portal, what what did they all say? Wanted to play for Pete. The second I got in the portal, Pete called me, and the conversation was great. All that stuff. I mean, he, he's put an impression on the portal guys. He, he's created an impression across the state of Mississippi. And now you're seeing the fruits of that labor, why the hire was so important. Why paying him what they're paying him is uh, is something that they needed to do. Uh, you're seeing the fruits of that labor. Establishing defensive line depth like this is so vital to the law, to the success of a football team. And having it be guys from the state of Mississippi, elite players from Mississippi that everybody wanted going to Ole Miss is a massive, massive deal. And and so much of that credit belongs uh, to Pete Golding, um, other staff members as well that a lot of people give credit to, and they should, absolutely should. But this shift in success and, and strategy seems like in the state of Mississippi can be credited back uh, to Pete Golding. So it it's not over. A lot of people have said that, and they are absolutely right. It's not over. Uh, Cam Franklin is going to continue to be recruited up until the second he puts pen on paper. Five, again, five-star defensive linemen don't grow on trees. They are very, very hard to find. And when you find them, they are very, very hard to sign. This is not going to stop Hugh Freeze and Auburn, for example, from continuing to recruit him, recruit him or anybody else that was in on him, Tennessee, whoever else. Um, it, it's not the end of his recruitment. This does, though... And I think it's important to note that for every flip that you see in recruiting, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of guys that just stick with their commitments. So this case may be different. There are guys that do flip at the end of recruiting. We've seen it before. It's just kind of been part of the deal in recruiting since uh, forever. But the overwhelming majority of recruits do not flip. Getting his commitment today, and you know, some people will say, well, this only means that you're first. But being first for a guy like this is significant. And again, the overwhelming majority of recruits do not flip. That's why flips are such a big story. It's because they don't happen very often. Securing his commitment means a lot of things for Ole Miss. It means a lot of things for Pete Golding. It means a lot about the brand. It means a lot about the collective, if we're being fully transparent with this. But Ole Miss lined up with the big boys and, and won for 
what a lot of people think can be the most important position in terms of building a successful championship team, and that's having a dominant defensive line. If Georgia was just average on the defensive line, they lose games last year. If everything else is the same and they're just average up front, they probably lose games last year. They didn't run through the, the the schedule with ease. They struggled at times. They were elite defensively, though, and elite on the line of scrimmage, and that led to a championship. And you look at this hall for Ole Miss right now on the defensive line, and that is one, when you look at it, you should see the the – Potential because they are recruits and and the the landscape is what it is and people leave and and all that crap. But what they've built or are building is that of a defensive line that has the personnel that can line up and beat the best in the sport. That is that this is how the best of college football recruit on the defensive line. This is how Alabama recruits on the defensive line. This is how Georgia recruits on the defensive line. This is how Ohio State recruits on the defensive line. Two four-stars and a five-star. That is how they do it, and Ole Miss has done it. The class, by the way, for what it's worth, has um, a blue-chip index now, depending on the service you look at, of 50%. And as you know, or you should know, um, and if you don't, it's because I haven't told you enough, that is a, a very important mark in recruiting, is the, the blue-chip ratio. I'm glad they're starting to factor in portal guys as well to to make it a little more accurate. But no team in the recruiting rankings era has won a national championship without at least 50% of its roster being a four-star or better. And and right now, again, depending on your service, they're all over the place. Again, on three doesn't like uh, Franklin the way others do. Um, They have him ranked 223 in the country, and the others are 30, 27, 11. So, odd. But anyway. Um, Ole Miss has a 50% blue chip ratio in their recruiting ranking right now. Only about 16-ish, give or take one or two a year, programs in the country have that. It's just one class. They haven't signed anything yet even. But, um, yeah, that is really, really significant. So, uh, the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. That's the website if you're in the market for office technology and your business is located anywhere inside of this great state. Check them out online, absms.com. Tell them I sent you. You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. Tell them what you need, what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority with 16 locations across the state of Mississippi. Uh, I use one uh, right here in my backyard in the Jackson area myself, but they will make you their priority. They've got online banking like everybody does, but you don't need multiple apps to manage your money. A good and friendly staff that will remember you when you walk in the door. I've experienced that personally myself. Party One Bank makes you their priority. Uh, apparently, there's there's chances for, for more commits to come. I guess uh, Noriel White is committing, I believe, next weekend. Don't hold me to that, but uh, sometime soon. And uh, a lot of people think he is leaning towards Ole Miss. We'll see if that comes to fruition. Uh, that would be another four-star for Ole Miss, the athlete from uh, Ocean Springs, St. Martin High School. Um, if that actually is true and, and Ole Miss is trending for him, that would be another four-star uh, for this team. 
in this recruiting class. It's not over till it's over. It's not over till the the signatures hit the paper. But what Pete Golding has done uh, cannot be overstated. And uh, you know, in one of my group messages, people were celebrating, and, and somebody called Pete Golding a head coach in waiting. And you know, as I've told you guys before, I don't think that he is head coach in waiting. Uh, he has not, and by I think, I mean I know he has been promised nothing. But uh, he is clearly uh, making an impression on a lot of people uh, at and around Ole Miss fans, boosters, obviously the players in the state and high school coaches and, and stuff like that as well. Um, if the recruiting keeps up like this and the defense improves, then I feel like a lot of people will be very uh, woolly on that uh, on that possibility. So, no, and again, it was just a group message, one of my buddies just kind of messing around. But I I do think that um, the impression that he has has put so far on the people at Ole Miss is one that they are not going, they're not ignoring or or anything like that. So if uh, the day comes when that job comes open, um, so far without having coached a single game, which kind of makes it silly to say, I guess, uh, the defensive coordinator at Ole Miss has left a big impression, and rightfully so. Like I said before, listen to the players talk about him. Um, listen to the way the the, the guys that, that are at practice, the, the writers that are there, um, listen to the way they talk about him. And look at the results on the recruiting trail. How could you not be impressed uh, with, uh, with that? They had a scrimmage today. I don't know what kind of access... Uh, they had at that scrimmage. It is a scorcher outside. I think it's the last one they're going to have too before, um, before the season. This is the last time they're going to scrimmage. I think after this, they're going to kind of get more into just kind of regular practice and, and preparation and stuff like that. Now that uh, school has started and um, and things like that. So anyway, uh, good day for Ole Miss. Really good day for Ole Miss. They're going to have to fight to the end, but the fact that this is, they are building the class the way they're building it says a lot about the future of your football team. Good day for Ole Miss. I'll talk to you guys again on the live chat tomorrow night. We'll see you then. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.